Welcome to episode number 17 of Theme Park Paradise. I'm one of your hosts, Ryan, joined by the lovely Dallas. How are you doing today, Dallas? I'm doing great. This is the first time we're recording this in like the morning, basically. So. Yeah. And also recording, I'm recording through a pair of eyeglasses. I guess. <laughs> They're smart glasses because you decided we're going to do this very, very, very rushed without Correct. letting me know. Uh-huh. This is true. Also, there's seagulls like just like squawking away. So if you hear some random noise, it, they're seagulls. <laughs> okay, so we're going to get right into the news this week. The first story I have. Uh, so the 2022 Pride Collection now available at Walt Disney World with 100% of profits benefiting LGBTQIA plus organizations. So, of course, this is more Disney backtracking on the Don't Say Gay Bill controversy. Uh, they've had, quote-unquote, Pride Collection for the last, like, four or five years. Uh, it used to be called the Rainbow Disney Collection. I think that was just not to upset people because it's like, it's rainbow. It's not gay. It's rainbow. But it just happens to come out during Pride Month. Like, okay. Uh, so they're officially calling it the Disney Pride Collection. That's the official brand name. And it includes Marvel and Star Wars for the first time. So that's kind of an exciting part of it. Uh, before a small percentage went to LGBTQ plus organizations, this year all of it is, which should have been how it was from the get-go. But, you know, yeah, this shit never intrigues me. I, a, I don't care about rainbow stuff. It's never been something I care about. B, it's clearly just like a part of the fake corporate Oh yeah, it's super commercialization. It's, it seems super fake, but it's everything. It's like in June, every company is like, "We love gay people. Oreos love gay people," and then it's like, "Okay, but do you really? Are you really? Are you donating money to organizations? Are you caring about your gay employees or LGBTQ employees?" I know, I don't think so. So, it's just fake. That's my opinion. Yeah, act like this always. Don't just. <laughs> it's just a marketing publicity stunt so they it look is good. it's to get gay people's money and that's that's it um, which is whatever so yeah that was my first story that's all i have for that well Dallas, this week you're gonna have to go through the whole rundown of things because i don't know how it's gonna work with me trying to pull up stuff on my phone great so let's see you put two stories we'll start with this one because we talked about last week so the universal orlando closes its classic monsters cafe this was a rumor that you brought up last week and like a day later they closed it. So, yeah. And it still hasn't been confirmed if it's going to be a minion themed restaurant, but I'm assuming just since the first part was correct and it was the talents right after. Yeah. That's going to be soon follow. It's I'm just, I, it's sad. At least I got to experience it for, I think I experienced it when I went 20 years ago, but I experienced it last year for the first time since then. So it was, at least I got to do it one last time before it closed. Yeah. My uh, friend, Mark, who, if you listened last week, bailed on <laughs> the podcast. Uh, he sent me a link before you even told me about it. I mean, it was after the episode, but before yeah. you told me it closed, he sent me a link about how it closed because he's obsessed with Universal Monsters and the Creature from Black Lagoon and stuff. I'm like, don't worry, they're getting a whole land. If fingers crossed, but 
still sad. And watch that land won't happen. And oh, I know it'll be just a complete loss. I know, which would be a bummer. If they care, if they pay attention to fans, they know that it's there's demand for it. So whatever. Yeah, the dedicated fan, but like I'm assuming just the wide overarching. Yeah, but give come to give dedicated fans more about something. Aliens. Give them something. Give us something. Anything. It's one part of the park. It's not a big deal. And the next story you put in is Six Flags opens a new pirate-themed boat ride in Texas. So I know nothing about this. So I need you to watch the video because there is, I guess it's drawing from characters from like the original ride. I forget what they're called because I don't have the article in front of me. So if you can scroll through, it says what their name is, like a, a created character for the ride from back in the day. Well, this looks shockingly high quality. Okay, you'll get to it. You'll get to something that doesn't fit. And I guess they're characters from the original ride. Oh, it's like something. The hell is that? Oh my God. Yeah, there you go. Oh my God. What is that? That's terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like that. Uh, They're called the Spelunkers. Yeah, okay. Mm. Well. It still looks cool. I mean, <laughs> it does look cool, but there's weird little alien creature things. It's pirates and then aliens. What? Because <laughs> I was looking at it, I'm like, okay, this is pretty high quality for what this is. And I'm like, it looks kind of cool. Something I would want to do. And then I was like, okay. I got like 30 seconds in, and then these weird alien cheap robot things, whatever. Yeah. It still looks fun. I love dark rides. So it does. Oh, anything, anything is six flags like that. I- welcome yeah uh so i have two final stories which tie into our main topic today which is class action park the documentary about the amusement park and water park in new jersey in the 70s and 80s the first one is a water park slide collapsed in indonesia last week uh at the kenjarin park uh apparently 16 children fell from this water park when it collapsed uh, some of them fractured bones and there was a head injury there was no fatalities luckily uh, the media reported the slide was just too old and it was being used too much but a park official is claiming uh, that they do routine maintenance every nine months and that it was just overloaded so it was just a staff issue where they put too many kids on this water slide they're supposed to be five to ten at a time and if 16 fell from it that does seem a little suspicious. So that's that story. We'll get into Class Action Park and why that's relevant to the main topic. Uh, And then this came out yesterday. New Jersey brothers get drunk and kicked out of Epcot. Uh (laughs) I saw this and I read through it and it was very confusing to try to like piece everything. It was all over the place. It was. And I'm not even going to talk about it. It's just Class Action Park's in New Jersey and a lot of the behavior at Class Action or Action Park, I should say. Uh, is similar to that behavior. It's It was at the Rosen Crown Pub in Epcot. It's not new. There's been many times where people get kicked out of that place and taken out of the park for whatever reason. Uh, there was a big story with like MLS and women's soccer players a couple years ago where they got into a f- verbal fight with other people. And, you know, it is what it is. You're not, not going to stop selling alcohol at Disney. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. So things are going to happen like that. But yeah, so that will take us into our main 
topic, which will, as I said, be talking about the, is it 2020? This documentary came out, I believe. I think it's, is it 2021? Is it not last year? 20, 2021. I'd have to look. I think it's 2020, but I could, it's a recent HBO Max documentary, Class Action Park. So that will be after a short break. So welcome back. So for this week, we will be discussing the 2020 documentary Clash Action Park. This is, of course, part three of our movie Club May. So this is a movie I saw, I think, the week it came out on HBO Max. Uh, I listened to a theme park podcast, and they had the director, who also appears throughout the film, on an episode. Uh, And Brian's talked about it. He's watched, I think it's a defunct land, like a 20-minute video about this park but this is a full in-depth 90-minute documentary this was a amusement park slash water park that opened in 1978 in vernon township new jersey called action park basically it was run by a madman and <laughs> there was like i don't know what the I state call him a madman he's a madman he's a psycho i mean seriously his name is gene mulvihill so he built this uncle gene Good old Uncle Gene, yeah. He built this at a... It was used to be a ski resort, I guess, and then he turned into an amusement park. Uh, it was basically a death trap. It, it, it was described, I think, from kids at that time as just like a kid's wonderland because you could literally do whatever you wanted. Parents would drop their kids off and anything went. The way the rides were designed, the way the park was laid out, it was... It's like the Simpsons theme parks. Like, what's that one theme park that was like Dangerland or whatever? It was that in real life, which is insane. I don't know what the New Jersey state regulations were. I don't think there were many. And even if there were, they didn't really hold them to it clearly. I mean, also um, just how he acted. Anytime anything like they go into like the insurance stuff, like, oh, the financial. Insurance. Oh, yeah. But he, then he would sue, like, he would sue you so that you're basically drained of money. And then if he eventually had to settle, then he wouldn't pay you up front. Then you, you'd have to send cops to his residence and then he would eventually pay you. And they said they won like 93% of their cases just by doing that shitty method of, Oh yeah. We're just going to do the long intimidation. You're not going to be able to win. Oh yeah. And they would just ignore everything. And yeah. And then like the park got, I forget what he got in trouble for. But then, like, it was the land, right? Yeah. And then he stopped paying land payments. Mm-hmm. And then they eventually sold him the land so that he wouldn't. He had not even, like, going to jail or having to do anything, not selling the park. Oh, yeah. He evaded everything. The fake. What was the. I, I wish I would have wrote down the name of the fake. What was the fake company he created? Like, the French something. <sighs> yeah, it's so it was. funny. <laughs> it's so funny. I'm guessing this is the first time you saw this, Ryan. So. Yep. What are your overall thoughts on the documentary? Well, as a documentary, I thought it was overall a good documentary. I watched it late last night, so I did fall asleep at the very end just because I was drained from a long day. But I thought it was a really good documentary. There is a tonal shift because it's kind of just going into like how wacky the park is. You have like comedian type people that went mm-hmm. when they were kids. And then there's a tonal shift with like 20, 30 minutes left where it really deep dives into one specific death, which is really just sad and heartbreaking because his mom 
even though it's been 30 whatever years, has not gotten over it. So that was kind of hard to watch. But I enjoyed it quite a bit. I thought it was a well-made documentary. I thought the people they brought on brought up some good stories and that they were able to share some personal experiences, which I always like. Yeah. So I watched this with my mom for the first time. And yeah, the first half an hour, 40 minutes, we, my, I don't think I've, my mom has laughed harder at anything. It's so ridiculous and over the top, all the stories, which I'll get into a little later, but it was, it's, it's hilarious. It's insane. You can't help but laugh because it's like, what, how did this happen? Um, But then, yeah, you meet the mother of the, of the George Larson. Yeah. He's a teen. George Larson. 19. George Larson Jr. And well, first you meet her not knowing anything about that. And it just cuts to her going, Gene Mulvihill is an asshole. And then it's, you laugh and then you realize, oh, then you feel bad for laughing because it's like, oh yeah, his, her son died. So that part is the only that's the only part of the documentary I didn't really. It feels like they trick you a little bit, which I don't. I don't love that. But yeah, I wrote just some notes on that incident specifically. Yeah, George Larson Jr., he had worked in the Vernon Valley. I don't know if he ever worked at Action Park, but he worked as a no, he did not. lift operator nope. before. At a sister park. Yep. Yeah, nearby. So he was on was it called the alpine slide which insane it's basically like a bobsled course down a hill but in the summer they would use it as a ride and have people what were they on like flimsy little sleds going down this yeah and and there was supposed to be like a brake system where if you put it pulled it i think towards you or whatever one way or the other was a brake and the other way went faster yeah but when people like fly off of it when they did that, it, yeah, they said like you had to know how to like position your weight and when to break. If you didn't know how to position your weight and break, you flew off the course. Yeah, and they had little kids doing this, and like not just little kids, but little kids in bathing suits because it's also a water park. So people would just go in bathing suits on this thing and just skin the shit out of themselves, like. Mm-hmm. And the course itself was made out of like fiberglass and it was like concrete fiberglass and um, asbestos pretty much. I mean, it was like, you know, so yes, George Larson Jr. in 1980, like two years after the park opened, was going down, flew off his sled and hit his head on a rock. And then I think he was induced into a coma and died a couple days later. Uh, The park obviously claimed that he was an employee which was not true he did not work at that they lied about about a lot of things yeah they said it was at night and they said it was raining both of those not true they also claimed that they didn't have to report it because he was an employee so they didn't report it to the state so shady (laughs) like so gross and shady and disgusting but yeah enough we can get into it that was not the only death of course at action park Uh, There was a wave pool called the tidal wave pool, which produced up to three feet waves or three foot waves. Uh, They would just pack people in there up to a thousand people at a time. They would have lifeguards on duty and they claimed that they would have to rescue up to 30 people every weekend, which is crazy. Uh, And there were at least two drownings that I found. Three. Was there three? Three. 
So there's three total. Yeah, 82, 84, and 87. Yeah. Oh, and going back to Alpine Slide, I believe between 1984 and 1985, which was like five years after death, there was... I think it was 14 reported head injuries and 26 reported fractures. Can I talk about the tidal wave pool? Really sure. Fast? Yes. To me, it was like the, the talk about the death zone. So it was like when it got really like to that three feet deep yeah. up to people's shoulders. It said yeah. it was like just horrible thing. Like how do you say like families would be all packed in and then you'd have family members pushing each other down because you're trying to not drown. It was just horrific. And they said like, for the other ride, I forget which one it was, but like they painted the bottom white. They didn't do it here because it was so murky of like blood, like shit and piss uh-huh. and other stuff that you could just couldn't see bodies. And that's how they found the one. It was just like they thought it was all good. And then they found the first body. Oh, God. Well, but just think having of- like an area called the death, <laughs> the yeah. death zone is just. Yeah. And it was nicknamed the grave pool. So. They had, I think they had 12 lifeguards on duty for what, a thousand, up to a thousand people. Like it's impossible. Like you can't see everything. Uh, Just one more grim thing I want to talk about. And then I can, I want to get to some of the, not funny parts, but just ridiculous parts. There was a part of it called, because there was Waterworld, which is a water park and then um, Motor, what's it called? Motor World. Yeah. Where there was, there was these uh, speedboats. So they would have kids on these speedboats, basically. Which, I mean, talk about a disaster waiting to happen. But the one death from them was actually exposed wires in the water uh, that electrocuted one of the, you know, people riding the boats. So that was another. Death. Those, that's what five so there's at least five deaths yeah do you remember in the documentary i don't know when the last time you watched it but they were they described the one spot with for the super speed boats where there was like a person docked and another person came in really hard and, went and over the ramped top. up right on top of the person that was docked and the propeller was still going because they were still trying to hit the gas while yeah. on top of the person's boat yeah because like you're on top of the person's boat and you're still trying to go forward yeah they had because they had a former employee right who was a teen at the time that's the other thing it was run by teens you know who got paid probably nothing to work there probably no training like (laughs) i can't imagine the training was that in depth so i want to get into some funny things so the cannonball loop slide we've talked about this in the past uh this is that ridiculous slide that you would go down and then it did a full 360 loop. Uh, literally does not make sense in terms of gravity. <laughs> if, you, if you try to think about how that would work in a water slide, it makes no sense. Uh, of course, there are rumors that Gene would pay or offer employees a hundred bucks to test it out. Uh, they would put crash test dummies down it that would end up decapitated and losing limbs and stuff. Yeah. And doesn't the one guy tell the story how Gene basically just drew it on a napkin and was like, make this yep. <laughs> like, that's how rides were designed. <laughs> and they had the people he had, had no business designing theme park rides at all. <laughs> like they had, yeah, no he said that during the documentary, it's yeah. 
they said that it was like all like the rejects from like Disney Universal and stuff that would come and design rides just because Disney and Universal would reject. I think they said Six Flags, but they would reject all these ride ideas. And then they would come to Gene and all these different shows and stuff like that, pitching their ideas. Uh huh. The other funny one is the Colorado River ride. So this is where I really lost it in terms of laughing was uh, for this ride. Gene didn't want any lifeguards. He didn't want any safety measures. He wanted it to be rocky, like an actual Colorado river rapid. And when asked when he was like questioned on that, he's like, well, yeah, a real Colorado river rapid isn't going to have lifeguards. They're not going to have, it's like, what? (laughs) They're not, this is a, water park that's not how it works gene (coughs) and this thing would have jets propelling people so tubes would crash into each other uh and of course it's new jersey no offense to anyone listening from new jersey but that would of course create fights and all that Uh, we also have to mention in the middle of this whole complex there was a beer tent which was a bad idea i think to begin with um because i got into that a little bit in the documentary i was surprised though with that beer tent though it seemed like that attracted all old people because they had like the Oktoberfest, and they were showing clips from it and it was all people that would not be going to the park itself it didn't look like no no it's maybe they dropped their fucking grandkids up or whatever and just went to the beer tent i don't know yeah uh, but yeah and then one last thing there was just these random rock cliffs that you would jump off of and i brought this up and i think it's chris gethard who's a comedian who would talk about how people would scream at you to jump and call you a pussy and just like (laughs) just like just the worst of new jersey teens that you can imagine uh and the water was so cold that people would go into shock like hypothermic shock and so that's another ride where people not ride, but attraction people would have to be rescued at because you would lose your ability to swim when you hit the water because it would be so warm outside and so cold in the water. Um, and then there's also a slide that when you went off of it at the end, you would drop like 10 feet into the cold water. I think that was called the cannonball drop. The cannonball drop. <laughs> and there's a video. There's the loop and then with the drop, yeah. The loop and the drop. There's a video from the news in like the 80s of a kid going just flying off that slide into the water. And that also, that also made my mom or laugh very hard. Uh, it's, <laughs> isn't that also the one, or there was maybe another slide where girls bikinis would fly off. And then so, so Jean they said the built, Tarzan, like, a lookout. They said, yeah, it was like the Tarzan swing. The rock said, swing. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. So this creepy old man built like a lookout so he could watch teen girls, boobies pop out of their bikinis. So that's the kind of person we're dealing with. So yeah, that's all I have, but if you have already. Okay. So I don't have on my notes that I took this was like before we recorded. I don't have the ride, but there was the they mentioned the one slide where you'd always get water up your asshole. Oh yeah. They're like no matter what, <laughs> you always got water and they had I forget what band it was, but they like they're showing like clips from like the 90s early 90s late 80s mtv like i don't know if it was headbangers ball or whatever which whatever one it was but they had like a rock group on 
And then they even joked and alluded to getting wider up their butt. Mm-hmm. So I guess that was just like a design flaw. The other ones I had mentioned, so for Motor World, we had Battle Tanks, oh, which yeah. I think is in the Johnny Knoxville movie. That like is the tennis the balls, right? Yeah, and the person had the one on fire. They used like poured gasoline on it. Uh-huh. But, but the idea itself, that one, I was like, that's pretty high tech of you have these little tanks that if you shoot and hit it, it like spins around in circles for 15 seconds. Yeah. Like that engineering level is actually kind of a cool idea. And it's not something if you stick to just shooting tennis balls, not flaming tennis balls. It's something that is actually kind of a cool idea. Um, you didn't mention the Lola cars or I don't think they did with super go cars, but those also went 50, 60 miles an hour. But they mentioned that people would take it on the highway, which split motor world and the water park. So people are taking the stupid go-karts like whatever fixing them so they can go that fast and going on the highway with them oh yeah which is an in, absolutely insane it is i'm it not is. gonna want to go 50 60 miles an hour in a go-kart <laughs> it is. that's the other part there was a literal highway in between the two parts of this theme park which is hilarious just hilarious also I, it's closed in 1996 and then it was bought by another company and reopened a couple of years later and rebranded and everything. But I think it's closed since. So I don't, I just think there's Has nothing it, there. I think it might be bad. Cause like, I think it closed and then it reopened a third that. time. Maybe there's been, there's been like reopened multiple times because it was like in the late 2000, early 2010s, Gene actually purchased the park back. Oh yeah. That's a right. group. I remember that. And then it just didn't do anything. And then they showed it was like a former employee bought the park and they changed the naming back to whatever it was. It was a mountain. I forget what it is. Some sort of mountain. Something. Yeah. Because that's Creek. what the mountain name was after it closed action park over the nineties, it took in that mountain or whatever. And then they went back to action park. I think when Gene bought it again, and then they had like the rumor, like they showed pictures of they were going to do the cannonball loop. They showed like what it was going to mock up of a new version, and then there it never go. happened. I think that's it for our discussion on Class Action Park. After this, we're going to do a BuzzFeed New Jersey themed quiz. So, welcome back. So, to end this episode, we are going to be playing a BuzzFeed quiz called Would You Rather New Jersey Edition. So I'm going to be asking Ryan, giving him two things, and he has to tell me which he would rather do. And I'm just going to pick stupid ones. Okay. Okay, so the first one is, would you rather give up New Jersey pizza or give up New Jersey bagels? Basically, do you like bagels or pizza more? Well, I would have to give up bagels. When I like bagels, I like pizza more. Yeah. Would you rather get your exit? So this is assuming you live in New Jersey and have an exit that you okay. have to get off of. Tattooed on your bicep, or get get Bruce Springsteen lyrics tattooed on your butt. Well, oh man, I, I would probably do Bruce Springsteen on my butt because it's funny. I don't know if getting like my exit on my arm is not really funny. It's just stupid. Yeah, I mean they're both pretty stupid. Good point. Okay. <clears throat> Would you rather go to Atlantic City every weekend for a year or never go to Atlantic City for as long as you live? 
I think that's an well, easy I've one, never but... been, and I don't think I'm missing out. No, so I don't I'm think gonna so. Just, I'm just never going to go to Atlantic City. That's fine. Would you rather make an embarrassing cameo on the Jersey Shore or make an embarrassing cameo on the Real Housewives of New Jersey? Ooh. Oh, man, this one's tough. I'm going to go with the Jersey Shore just because I that one resonates more with me, even though I've never watched either of these shows. Yeah. At least Jersey Shore was like when I was like in high school. So yeah, you're more aware of it. It was culturally relevant then. Yeah. Would you rather have to pay sales tax on clothes, which we do, right? We do. Yeah. We do in Michigan. Or <laughs> pump your own gas. Cause that's, they what do that in pump? Jersey. Like in Jersey, so, you don't I, have to pump your own gas. They still have yeah. attendance in New Jersey. When I grew up downstate, there was one or two that were still that way. Yeah. And I swear there was one up here for a little bit in the Sioux, but I can't remember. I just remember there was one in Marquette. There was one in Marquette did for a while. But it kind of freaks me out. I don't really like it. So I didn't grow up with it really. Right. It is weird. I don't, it feels a handful of times. it's, It's only happened once or twice in my adult life. And it's like, okay, I don't know what to do. I'm kind of panicking. (laughs) <laughs> and I also don't want to be a cheapskate. Only put twenty dollars in. It's like you basically got to say fill the tank. Yeah, and then you got to tip them. Yeah, did you I t- never have cash on me. No, Here's one has my change. Cash. I guess I got a, I got two quarters and a nickel. Is that good? <laughs> I don't carry cash on me. So anytime no. it's a tipping situation, yeah, yeah. most people don't. I kind of panic. Right. Yeah, yeah. So that's all I have for that. That was fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I figured we'd bring Buzzfeed back into our world for a bit and i didn't want to i've been quizzing you a little too hard recently what the impossible quiz is that yeah (laughs) combine two words together and this is a motel (laughs) good luck well it can't all be easy i mean also for this type of episode where i'm recording on a pair of glasses and am i phone trying to squint and see you with no it just it was the perfect type of quiz Dallas also trying to keep it under 40 minutes recording yeah I had a plan so yes that does it for our episode this week next week we're going to be talking about an actual movie people have probably seen the jungle cruise so that'll be our big finale for movie club may I don't mark gonna be on that one no (laughs) No? Hey, if I can record in a car, he can record in a car. <laughs> Those glasses make you look like some character from a movie, and I can't think of it. From like an 80s child movie. It's not not the Goonies, but the other They're one. Also, Stand by me. Um, what's Oh my gosh. <laughs> Corey Feldman? Yes, character. yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> And they're because they're like the blue light glasses or whatever, which I don't they don't do anything, but they have really reflective. So they're just like it's so glary looking on the camera. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Like I said, I was not going to be carrying my microphone into the car and try to <laughs> I have the cords and stuff for it, but I don't even know for power source if it would work. So I'm like, eh, I'm not doing that. <laughs> So hopefully for everyone listening, my audio quality wasn't complete and utter trash. It was at least listenable. It sounds fine. 
Okay. Even if it just sounds like I'm on a phone, I feel like that's okay. I just don't want it to be super choppy and crappy. Hey, Dallas, as is tradition, we need a signature send-off. This week, it needs to be action-themed. Action-themed. Yeah. Lights, camera, action. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Wrong action, Dallas. Yeah, I know. Until next time, see you, Dallas. Bye. Theme Park Paradise is a part of the Unlikely Alliance Network. Links to all of our content can be found by going to theunlikelyalliance.com. And you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at ThemeParkPD. And you can rate and review us on iTunes. Five stars, please. Thank you for listening. Thank you.